Yes, 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 indeed, powerful people. This is another episode of Breaking the Machine. I'm your host, Samad the Port, alongside my partner, Spank the Bank. What up, though? And today we'll be taking another incremental step and in shifting the culture. My brother, my brother, how you doing, my brother? Man, I, I'm all over. I'm all over the place today. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying today was a very uh, busy day. Mm. Wasn't that prepared? Uh, for real, for real. I just uh, got up at like five oh six. Normally, I try to get up about four thirty so I can prepare. You know, make sure I got everything. Uh, make sure I have everything to get out the house, and uh, you know, go straight to the gym. But uh, got up at five oh six. I could have just stayed in there. Like, man, nope. I just rushed up, got up. You know, my goal is just to get to the gym. So mm. I did that. You know, what I'm saying, got to the gym, and uh, like I ain't looked that clean today to work. You know, I was pulling a t-shirt, some slacks, and some and some dress shoes, and you know, did work and uh, real real busy at work today. And then um, after work, you know, just. Feel like I'm still busy, stuck in traffic. Mm. You know, made a stop, and then you know, on the way, on the way here. But uh, you know, I'm still good though. But just trying to like, I gotta prepare better. You know, but you know, like I said last night, my daughter was up to midnight. Mm. So you know that. Yeah, traffic was yeah. crazy outside yeah. getting yeah. here. I was like, what? I thought it was a concert or something. I'm like, yeah. why is traffic so crazy? Yeah, yeah, the Pistons yeah. playing tonight or something? I don't no, know they, what's going. No, on. they'll play t- tomorrow. Mm. But um, yeah, man. In the daylight savings, it, mm. it was good for me in the beginning of the week, but like it smacked me in the face Wednesday. Mm. So, but how you been? How I've been good, man. And I wanted to say it's good that you're holding yourself to a standard. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You're like, man, I normally wake up at this time. That you got the routine, you got a standard. Did you still get in the gym though? Yeah, I went to the gym day. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I said I like I didn't get up at the time I wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know, so I tr- really I try to get up earlier than four thirty. Really like four o'clock, three thirty for real, mm. for real. Just I can just you know. Let my mind get free, you know, yeah, walk yeah, around, yeah, do yeah. what I got to do. But, yeah. um, like I said, it was like 5.06. I'm like, damn. I just got up and went straight to the gym, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, I I just grab a shirt. Or, like, normally what I do, I, I pack my underwears and everything in my boot bag. Mm-hmm. So, like, literally, bro, I live out of boot bag. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. Like, I got my underwear, socks, toothbrush, soap, towels. Because I go to the gym every morning. So, I, I got all that in there. And then I normally keep, like, three or four pants, three, like, three pair of pants and four pair of shirts. In my car, mm. and uh, cause you know I'm a, I, I'm a workout then go change and do all, like I literally live out my bag in my car cause I'm always mm. on the go. Yeah, so that's just how I, like so then I I knew I had some stuff in my in my car in my bag. I just didn't know what it was. Mm. I know I'm like I, I got something to wear for yeah, work today, yeah. but uh, you know it's cool. Next week is gonna be more fresh and more prepared, but. Mm. Yeah, That's a powerful statement. You said, yeah. "Let my spirit be free." You said, yeah, "I gotta yeah. wake up in the morning and let my spirit, spirit be, be free. free." Like this, that's deep. Yeah, they'd be free or just because um, it's the most freest in the morning when nobody's awake. Yeah. Spirit can just I do, be yeah, free, you, bro. Yeah, you do be free. Like yeah. you just be happy. I, ain't yeah. like, I do be happy in the morning. Yeah, just be cheesing for no yeah. reason. I know everybody still sleep. sleep. Yeah. yeah, just walking around the crib, just trying to figure out right, what I'm about to get done. All right, uh, my clothes ain't finished. Uh, my clothes finished washing. We gotta put them in the dryer. Then put them in the dryer right quick. Mm. You know, I just be up moving. You know, and then I head up out the door. Yeah, my day was good, bro. I woke up. Um, I woke up. I didn't wake up early. I woke up probably at like nine, something like that. Mm. And then um, I did make it out to the gym today, which I was happy about. Man, I've been back in the gym. Um, got back in, so I'm feeling good about that. Consistent. Uh, I, I went in yesterday. Went in today. Um, just back at it. Feeling good. Um. Uh, when I got home, I didn't really do much work. I just did more so prepping for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got tired, and then I, I fell asleep. Then I woke up, and then it was time to go to here. So then I was just like, dang, man. I don't feel like driving all that that long Bro. drive. But then something in my spirit was just like, nah, this is what it's about. So yeah. then I was just like, nah. Because I was thinking about that conversation that we had about consistency, putting out yeah. the episodes. And, the, and I'm just like. This that's is this what, is what get me going every time. Yeah, I'm just like this is yeah. what's holding us back. This feeling right here. Yeah, this feeling yeah, like yeah. man, I need to go back to sleep. Yeah, I've been yeah, doing too much. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Nah, I'm like, like get over that shit. I put on some Doja Cat. Hey man, it's a song by Doja Cat. I've been listening. Take the time, Rick. Yeah, no, it's oh. on my phone. I wish I had. Oh my god, it's on my phone. I, I, I'm gonna have to have to put it up on. Bro, the you know what's crazy? I was I was tailgating at the Lions game and. Uh, I, I was DJing like off the mm. aux, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. I'm, I'm, I'm turning, I'm turning it up. Yeah. And this uh, guy was coming like, man, play that Doja Cat. I'm mm. like, yeah, bro, I don't think these people are gonna like this Doja Cat, you know? Because I'm like, I know Doja Cat. Doja Cat don't make, you know, music for uh, for yeah. this scene that I yeah. that I know of. Yeah. So he's like, man, play that Doja Cat, paint the town red, mm. play it. And, you know, he drunk. So I'm like, all right, dog. You know, I try to, I played it. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. 
I don't care what you said. I'm like, okay, 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 don't you care? Okay, yeah. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I looked at my, like, all right, bro, you got one, but then I was like, damn, when I really listen to this, I'm like, she tripping on her. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's art. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I wasn't listening to that song, but it was this other song on her new album. I just started listening to it today, man. And I was just like, I got to listen to the song to, like, give me a good energy to ride down here. And uh, yeah, I just was playing some music, driving out here, man. Um, I was I also playing that one song. I think it's by Sam Cooke. Uh, Only song I know about Sam Cooke is "A Change Is Gonna Come." Yes, a change oh. gonna come, bro. A change gonna come. Yeah, 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 yeah. A change yeah. gonna come. And I was listening. To it just gave me that energy, man. Uh, but yeah, man, my day's been good, man. I've, yeah. I've been waiting for this episode, waiting for this yeah. sitting down conversation. It's been a long time coming. Man, it's so um, bright in here too right now. I like it. I like this. Yeah. scene right now. Set it up very nice today. I like yeah. this. It's good today. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. This is a conversation we've been trying to have for a long time. Even mm. before the interview came out, uh, the new interview that we're going to talk about, the one that came out with Jeezy and Nia Long, mm-hmm. powerful conversation. If you haven't seen it, go check out the original. Yes. Um, please dive deep into that. It's a powerful conversation, deep layered. Um, but we actually was uh, was working to have Jeezy on the show when he mm. came in town to do his book signing. Hence why we got the book and why we bought the book and read it. You know what I'm saying? I read the book. Uh, just to prep for that, but um, we're actually gonna do a deep dive into the book, but just in the conversation in general, um, and just unpack some of these thoughts, man. It's been going crazy on Twitter and Instagram. I've been seeing a lot of stuff, man. So uh, I just definitely wanted to go into it. I wanted to ask you, what was your first impressions of the interview when you seen um, it, man? I saw I saw some some of me, you know mm. what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, like especially with the him and his relationship, him and his mom. You know what Ooh. I'm saying? Uh. I kind of like saw it with uh, like my mom is not toxic like mm. how his mother was, mm-hmm. but you know I definitely get what he you know what he was saying. You know, just the um, the 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 tough love. You know what I'm saying? That tough love. Like sometimes you just want that gentle, you know, nice, kind love. But like he said, at the more order he got, he he understand that people, you know, probably didn't know how was never loved, so they don't know how to love. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I kind of really got of it. I got it for watching that on his side. Um, with Nia's side, it's like uh, I see my sister just still struggling. You know mm. what I'm saying? Struggling with the the big breakup. You know, having two boys. You know, trying to raise men. You know, and also hearing her trauma about how she didn't have a father. You know what I'm saying? She's from South Central L.A. Mm. You know, and and they're really the same two people. You know what I'm mm, saying? Facts. You know, she, she's from the hood. He's from the hood. You know what I'm saying? Just he's from the South. She's from the West Coast. You know what, mm. what I'm saying? So, like. How they both got this guard up, you know what I'm saying, and they both went into a relationship with a guard up. Mm. So that's to me, Damn. that's probably why the relationship didn't succeed. Yeah. Yet, mm-hmm. that's what people don't understand. Like, bad things or bad times are gonna happen sometimes mm. in a relationship. Now I ain't gonna say you stay. You know what I'm saying? You know, but when you got your guard up, how can you love your partner? Mm. How can you receive what your partner is saying? Because you got your guard up. You probably used to getting fussed at and cussed at by a woman. And you probably getting talked to in a, you know, in a kind way. You probably just don't know how to deal with a healthy environment. You know mm. what I'm saying? Or you just don't know how to talk to a man in a healthy environment because you're guard up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I, I saw that's what I saw from it. That was my perspective from it. Which what, what you uh Bro, I definitely pulled that, man. And uh that was deeper what you were saying, just about that. The the fact that they both had like relationship Differences with their parents Yeah Kind of got them In that guarded space Yeah um, But something I also Pulled from it That was really crucial For me is when he Started talking about Lil J And he talks about Lil J mm. in the book Just his experiences And you know Getting beat up By his older cousin yeah. and, and learning all these Lessons from his family And just basically An amalgamation Of all these moments Of just tough love From his family mm. You know He doesn't have A lot of warm moments With his family In this book You know what I'm saying uh-huh. And it just talks about How he shaped him And how on that day, I learned this lesson. You know what I'm saying? You keep your mouth shut. On that day, I learned this lesson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everything that happens in the household stays yeah. in the household. You know what I'm saying? I learned how to be a man on this day. Like, he chronicalizes these different moments and events in his life that show him you can't trust friends or you can't trust family or this is the way that you have to deal with people, family, friends, relationships, different things like that. And um, it really just showed me... Uh, he's very relatable. He's, he's very relatable, but the fact that he he hasn't healed from that yet. And, no, that, he, and he talks about Lil J and protecting Lil Jason when he talks about um that moment 
Um, and I, I want to play these clips for the audience as well, just so they can get a better understanding. Um, and we can play the clip now, uh, the moment where he just talks about uh, Little Jay and, and, and how it's important for him at this point in his journey to protect his inner child. We're we going to unpack it. When I went to visit my mother that day, I went to forgive her, but I also went to tell her that I'm going to stand up for my for Little Jay. That's right. Right. The Little Jay that she put in that position. And I think a lot of my healing journey, especially in my real life, mm-hmm. had a lot to do with me never standing up to my mother the right way. That's right. Which made me be a certain way in real life. That clip in general was deep to me um, because it, from my perspective, what it sounded like is that what he was alluding to is it's like different moments in your life when you're not standing up for your inner child, when mm. you're not standing up for, you know, Lil J, when you're not standing up for Lil Ma, you know, like, or, you know, it just make you think about, like, all those moments in your life, especially when, in, in relationships, you know what I'm saying, or when you're dealing with somebody and you let somebody disrespect you, you know, or or just disrespect the vulnerable side of you, and then it triggers something from the past, like, man, they disrespected me when I was in a vulnerable space. And I heard him talk and later on in the interview just about, like, it got to a point where it's just like, the number one priority is protecting this child. And I don't know what he was going through in his relationship, in his life, for him to, to, to get to that space, but I've definitely been there. You know, when it's, it's like, nah, man, I'm I'm not putting myself on the backseat anymore where you like, because you can open up and be vulnerable with somebody and then they use that vulnerability against you. You know what I'm saying? And they directly attack those child wounds that you got. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's the way that you look or the way that you talk, you got a lisp or whatever the case may be. And people will use that ammunition against you and attack you in that space. And it's just like, you're not really attacking me, the grown me. You're attacking my inner child right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, those little insecurities that I got, they bother me, but they really bother my inner child. They bother me from back in the day. And he can't heal because you constantly using that ammunition, that vulnerability that I gave you against me. And I just felt like that was just powerful for him to unpack that, especially as a grown man and just somebody who's respected in the culture, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What did, what did you take from that? Um... I took at it. It's a good question. Cause I took at it as a like I guess for my father. Mm. Like uh like I bit I mean I forget my father for a lot of things, but I also I didn't grieve. Like how you say he didn't grieve his mother's, you mm. know, death. I didn't grieve for real, my father. But I ain't cry. Mm-hmm. I don't I still don't know why to this day. Now, I don't know if that's have to do with anything like childhood trauma. Mm. Um, that's probably like stuff I'm dealing with now, but um, <clears throat> I don't know. I really can't answer that because I don't know. Maybe because I'm in a, a different journey in life right now. Like I just really, really can't answer that. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. to unpack, bro. Yeah, just I mean, yeah, I mean he. Yeah, I, I really can't. That's crazy. I can't answer to that. Mm. You know, uh, and it might have been a, something for you to do some homework on. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was, that was, but it was a lot to unpack, yeah. and it's crazy that you say the thing about his mother because uh, he did talk about that in another point in the interview. Yeah. Just talk that was about a, that was, I know that was part of that. Yeah, part of that that section. He talks yeah. about having to ask his mother for forgiveness. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Because he didn't really uh, wasn't able to really make that men's and that connection while they was alive. You know, so so he had to make that. Apology after she was gone You know what I'm saying He talked about taking a letter to her um, To her grave site You know what I'm saying And and making it right I had to go back And dial my ego all the way back down That's the other thing we haven't talked about There's no space In any of what we're talking about For ego Right. And if you're living by ego You're basically trying to either A control someone Or to get them to see life the way you see it Yes. And I had to learn that That's not how you live life, right? And most of my ego came from fear. Absolutely. Okay, see, now that, shit, that's, I'm going to say that's, that was, I'm slowly, I'm just not getting out of that. Mm. You know, that that type of ego, mm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, fear or trying to control others is what he yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But I don't know if ego come out of fear. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, if, for me, I don't think it ever came out for fear. For me, it, it more came out of uh, approval. 
Mm. My, my ego came out of approval. Mm. Like, well, this the way to life. I'm right. You know what I'm saying? Or this is this because it was from approval. I never really. I, I'm. I, I ain't gonna. It wasn't never for me for fear. But for me, it was approval. Like that's where my egos come from. Mm. And like now, I'm seeing like, all right. That ego not cool. I'm trying to control this person. Now, you know, it's coming off as controlling, and mm. I don't want to control nobody. So, you know, I'm going to just live by, just be the be the, be the the example. That's it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Be the example, less talking, you know. Yeah, I definitely I definitely get that perspective, and I, I definitely have had ego from that place, and I've definitely had ego from the controlling space or the space of uh, fear, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like uh, somebody's not seeing you, you know what mm. I'm saying, the way you see yourself and – you just want to protect. You feel like you're losing yourself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's like the beginning of a relationship, and it's just like she sees you as this great man, but then, like, you a couple years in, and it's like you're seeing me for me, but it's like you're not seeing me right now. Like, I think your perspective is a little bit skewed of who I am. So I'm scared to not be, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. whoever the world perceives me to be and just be a mod. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, and a part of that, I feel like, you know, sometimes it'd be a little bit overkill. Like, I still am me, you know what I'm saying? Just because I'm messing up or I'm not the most perfect person, I'm still an incredible person. But a part of me has, like, a lot of fear of just being, like, not seen for what I do and just seeing for myself because I feel like that part of me might not be as incredible. So then it's like you want to argue or you want to lash out when somebody's just like, it's like, do you know who I And then that's when it gets into the ego thing and it's like you want to, do all types of crazy. Now I guess stuff. that now I guess that's where the fear can come. You yeah. know, the fear of failing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can cause the ego the lashing out and mm-hmm. the, you know, talking crazy to Cause people. Because why do why do people want to get their ego stroked at the end of the day? I feel mm-hmm. like it's fear. fear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, f- I feel like it's fear because it's like fear of losing yourself. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, you gotta re- you gotta remind yourself yeah. that it's still there, that yeah. you still whoever you yeah, thought yeah. you once was. Yeah. You know what I'm losing, saying? Losing yourself. Oh it's my god. Like, I have so many yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, losing yourself is like. But also, can losing yourself be a good thing? I think it is, bro. I think yeah. it, I think it is because it's like I'm not even him anymore. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I am. I can be, but it don't feel the same. You know what I'm saying? I think letting go is probably one of the yeah. best things to do in yeah. life. I feel like uh, sometimes that's when the egos come in. We try to hone strong to everything, but really, mm-hmm. if you just let go. Mm-hmm. Literally, let go. Just let go. You know, they say it's you know the saying, "Let go, let God deal with it." Mm-hmm. You know, I I really feel like if we live like that more, the anxiety and depression and the mental health will be a little more down mm-hmm. because we're when you walk outside, when you it's energy all around. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So when you just let you know God deal with it, and and you continue to be good in your heart. Mm-hmm. Whatever is there for you, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna it's, you're gonna walk towards it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You're gonna be the magnet towards it, towards it, you know, your purpose. So it's, it's really about letting go and letting not letting these ma- the material world and these things around really get to you mentally. Cause that's mm-hmm. what's that's what's like really get to us mentally. Or I'm this, I'm that. Really, I'm just a servant and I'm a child of God. Mm-hmm. My purpose here was to love my neighbor. Mm-hmm. Not, I wasn't supposed to do nothing. No, no, no. I wasn't supposed to do nothing. No bigger than. I mean, of course, things bigger than that. Yeah. But I feel like we get like, oh, I did this. I feed the neighborhood. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Okay. You know, that's what we supposed to do. You know, love. You know, just love, man. When we get the tap, we get the tap. But I feel like that's where you know we start losing ourselves. So we start thinking about all our accomplishments and all the things that we're doing mm. and just not living. Mm. You know, our world, our people. They need to hear this shit. Absolutely. Like, they need to know Absolutely. that, you know, that you, you don't have to be stuck in this place that this trauma and this no. pain and all these things want us We're to be stuck We're supposed to be living joy, living joyful joy. lives. Women are supposed to just be able to be feminine right. and soft, right. still be in your power, still right. be successful, right. still be mothers, professionals, famous, inf- whatever it is. Right. We can be all of the things, right? And men should be able to be loving and not feel Absolutely. like they're going to get mas- emasculated or, or these things because, and I just feel like if everybody took the time to look inward mm-hmm. and to work on themselves. In an honest way. You have to be honest. And I, I just feel like if we can do that as a people, we'll be in a better space. This is an on-time message. Yeah. Because um, 
Now it's about showing it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, we have to show it. So no more love and hip hop. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Show mm. a healthy. Uh, yeah, show a healthy yeah. black man, black woman, and a family. Really, T.I. and Tiny. Mm. You know, that was to me was a healthy uh, black family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All in one house, big old house in Atlanta. And they going on family trips, doing all this stuff. Yeah, they had an episode when they got into it, but they're still together today. Mm. Everything don't everything ain't gonna look good. Every day yeah, not yeah, gonna look yeah. good. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Every day is not gonna look well. But we need to start showing it. Now it's about showing it. Start mm. these big platforms, these big these big black media platforms needs to show, you know, a black man, a black woman in a healthy relationship and and, and loving each other, you know, unconditionally. You know, mm. that now it's about showing it to the community. You know what I'm saying? So like that's to me now. That's the that's the next step. Yeah, it's showing. Yeah, I I completely agree, man. And I think it's beautiful the part where he was just talking about men having that space to open up yeah. and express themselves because, and and you know, women they have sister circles. They they can express yeah. with their friends. They can do these different things and they have community. The group mm-hmm. they have nonprofits completely built for them. On the and you know, men have somewhat similar, but. I just feel like he's he's speaking about these real men who come from these real environments. We all real men. We all come from real environments. These men, especially in the black community, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, who who still don't have a safe space to be vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm gonna say they do. Mm. They just don't know it mm. when they go to work. You think they ain't talking to their homeboys on the plant? I'm talking about back in the day. They did. They mm. just just went back home, still did what they did. Mm. I know somebody at their job that was giving them free game. You know, it's going to be all right, man. You know what I'm saying? Just take it easy, man. You ain't got to go home and beat on your wife. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we always did have a safe place to talk. Maybe because where I'm at now, like the job I'm at now, it's nothing but men. I I think we have a safe space to talk but not be vulnerable. Be vulnerable. Okay. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Because we go to the barbershop and we talk. Yeah, yeah. But But we're vulnerable at the barbershop. We are to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that'd be a good episode. If somebody, you know what I'm saying, at the yeah. barbershop, but it, 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 is somebody going to go to the barbershop and talk about how their mom passed and got them fucked up? You know what I'm saying? They might talk about something something that they insecure about, about something with their woman or something right, that they're right. going through. But are you going to talk well, about... Well, I have. Mm. I, I mean, I talked about things that messed me up. I've was. I, I I've been vulnerable at the barbershop a lot. Yeah. Like, that's, to me, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I... Yeah, I have I had a lot of vulnerable conversations at the at the uh, I have at, too, at the barbershop. I just feel like we're a little different, so I don't mm, no, I definitely had a lot of vulnerable conversations at a barbershop. Like mm-hmm. that's and that's why, you know, I wish you know they they need to keep those in the in the mm-hmm. neighborhoods. Those are very powerful, you know, vulnerable spots. You know what I'm saying? You need to try to you know really keep those. But I mean, I get what you're saying. We. <sighs> it, it, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I feel like, you know, some things is the exception and not the rule. Yeah. I don't know how many, you know, I, I just think what he was saying is more, we need more spaces. Space. You know what I'm saying? The barbershop is a good space. It's an excellent what I mean, space. What I mean, how vulnerable do do we need to be? I feel like we we constantly, we at work, so you probably, like, yeah. we're taking it out, we're really taking the steam off at work. Probably at the gym. Mm. You know, you're probably taking that steam off at yeah. the gym. Like, a lot of time, men start to really work it off. Mm-hmm. Or take it off, so it's like you really don't have time to really sit, which we need to do. Mm. You know, just sit and you know relax and think. But I don't know, I don't know how a world will look with men in a vulnerable space. I don't even think it's about the spaces a little bit now as I reflect on it. I think it's more so just about the stigma. You got to remove the stigma. Oh, it got to be so tough. Yeah, yeah. It, it, well, just not being able to. You know, when another man is expressing something that he's going through, mm. it to be looked at weakness. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You should be able to express something that's going on in your life uh-huh. and me not like, damn, this dude kind of weak. Like the other dudes I talk to, they they kind of handle their issues yeah. a little bit better. Like this nigga kind of weak. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's kind of a mentality that happens when people, ex- when men express themselves. It's like, okay, well, compared to the other men I know, they did that like old dude, his mom got killed the other weekend and he ain't... So now you comparing the way that I deal with my mom passing away the way he deal with his mom mm. passing away. You know what I'm saying? And we compare the way men handle trauma. Well, just like we was talking on the previous episode, he was like, man, the dude, he came to the factory and, and he just got to work. He hit, you know, I think something fell on his foot or something yeah, happened. Yeah, he was yeah. like, he like, that's the same thing. It's just like, well, 
you you might not be in a, be a man in this moment because another man handled it like this. Right. <laughs> no, you got to let this man handle it like he handled it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And understand he's still a man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's what it is with vulnerability. It's just like, damn, this dude complaining about something that happened in his life, man. Man, you a bitch. Because somebody else I know, they just they handled it and they just moved through. It doesn't mean they processed it, though. Yeah. I can do it just like them, but I'm trying to get free. This is what fr- freedom looks ugly, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get getting free, freedom looks beautiful. But to get free, free yeah. bro, that shit ugly. That's why I said winning. Winning is ugly. Yeah. Mm. I been, yeah, I, I said that. A yeah, times. yeah, you said that all the time. Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. Freedom, yeah. I like that though. That's you should take that slogan. Yeah. Freedom is ugly. Yeah, it mm. is. It Damn, is. it is. <laughs> Think about it. You gotta go. Through, you gotta go to war. Yeah, you gotta fight. You gotta bloodshed for freedom. Mm. That's some ugly stuff, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, I love it, bro. That's that's. To take that, patent yeah, that. Yeah. Freedom is ugly. <laughs> I'm going on tomorrow saying that freedom is ugly. That's that's true. Think about it. Think about all the wars, everything. Look, bro, this thing, the yeah, boycotts. That's real. Bro, freedom is ugly. It is. Especially when you think about what it takes to be free. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You got to be able to provide for yourself, to protect yourself. And that's why when we talk about all these movements, uh, we got to have this on our own. But you don't know what it costs to, to make some toilet paper. You don't know what it costs to right. bottle some water. You don't know what it costs to operate some land, to cultivate it and all that. That's what freedom looked like. Freedom looked like more work. Freedom looked like more stress. It freedom does. looked like more responsibility. Freedom looked like all these different things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when you get free and you finally free and you know how to maintain your freedom, that's when the abundance comes in that's when the blessing comes in but the process of getting free it bro it's harder than being a slave you know what i'm saying it'll have somebody rather be a slave man yeah that's that's why they're still slaves mm. it's easier being a slave than being a rebel trying mm. to be free you know what i'm saying it's always easier to be at the bottom mm. it's much easier mm. it's always, but to get moved to the top is much harder mm. more work Mm. More challenges, yeah. <laughs> more envy, more, yeah. more t- everything. It's yeah. just gonna get more and more and more and more, you know. And that just, that's just what comes with it, you know. What I'm saying, that. but freedom is ugly, man. I, that's the name of this episode. Freedom is ugly. Freedom is ugly. <laughs> hey, I like is. that. I like that. That's deep, man. I like that. But if you think about it, everybody that try to get free, it's so ugly. Mm. Like you got to go to war, back and forth. It's mm. all type of stuff. Mm. Just to get, just to, and when you finally free, you put your hands up. Mm. <gasps> yeah, you, you put your hands up like I, I'm free. Yeah, and you, and you look wore down, you look tired, but but you're free. Yeah, now you gotta rebuild back. Mm. Slowly pick yourself back up, brick by brick by brick, but slow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just like a person that's overweight, they want to get free from obesity. They gotta. Go through all these type of diet regimens, exercise. They gotta do all this hard stuff just to get free. They gotta, they gotta eat right. They gotta make sure they're taking in the right calories. They gotta make sure they're moving their body as much in the day. They can't eat at a certain time. So imagine the shivers or stuff they probably going through. Like oh, I can't eat after six. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because if I eat after six, you know I'm not gonna lose a certain. Month. So like, yeah, freedom is freedom is crazy. Mm. You know, my sister. And this is a safe space for me to say what I need to say. Because at times when we're at our lowest, we need our sisters. Just that's like right. you guys need your brothers. And that's why this conversation was so real. Because I hope and I pray that this conversation can open up different conversations in our culture about being there for each other. And not being at odds with each other, no matter what we've been through. I feel like that just reinforces what we was just saying. You know what I'm saying? Just the importance of us having a safe space and just how, you know, us as a community, we got to do better just being a safe space for each yeah, other, bro. I'm really different from the community, bro. Mm. I had seven sisters. Mm. So I always had a safe space to talk to women. That's why I can talk to women vulnerably my whole life and not feel like I'm a bitch or feel less of a man. Mm. I, have seven, I have seven sisters. Bro, I got a homegirl. I'm just thinking about my homegirl, Deja, bro. We have, I, I, we have so many vulnerable conversations. It's crazy. But, like, bro, we have so many vulnerable conversations. Like, I've been knowing, I've been knowing Deja since we 18, freshman in college. You know, I was just over there Tuesday with my baby, my daughter. And, man, we used to sit on her mama porch. We used to sit on her mama porch, bro, chiefing, just talking. I'm being vulnerable, letting them know how I feel, just 
being vulnerable, laughing, talking. 18. I mean, we on and 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 Deja was one of the prettiest girls, bro. Like pretty, pretty young lady, pretty. You know what I'm saying? And I was always vulnerable with her. Like we was like, and I I, I guess that's just me from having my like, sisters, bro. Like I always been vulnerable with with women. Like even now, like I can talk to women, bro. It's crazy. That's why I limit my conversations now. Mm. With women because I know I can be very vulnerable with a woman and I know I can get more out of them. You know what I'm saying? Because I I, I grew up around seven sisters, mm. so it's kind of like I didn't know like to really like. I want to say this year, like oh, I understand why I can mingle so well with women. I have seven sisters. You know what I'm saying? But I can be vulnerable with a woman, bro. And you know, some of them might be like, oh yeah, that nigga, ain't. but that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Because you was vulnerable with me too. You know what I'm saying? But. I always had that. I'm just speaking for myself. I always had that safe space. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I did, but I, I but I also understand what he's saying. I get it because sometimes I feel like I don't have that safe space for women. But for the most majority part, I feel like I do. You know what I'm saying? Like I just man, just hey, I'm a teacher I work with, a, a principal I used to work with, and I used to sit in her office, tell her you know what I was going through, just being open with her and being vulnerable. Mm. And she'll she'll listen, you know. And uh, you know, sometimes man got to figure out who to read, what women to go to. You know, some a woman that's very yeah. You got to read, you got to read, bro. You got to read to which woman to go to. You know what I'm saying? Go to somebody that's that's soft spoken, uh, somebody that's open, free. You know what I'm saying? Something that's like that, just open to talk. You know, that's open to listen for real, mm. and that has wisdom to give you back. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like the lady I went to, she was married. So, you know, I just went in the office and. How she can she judge me? She been through hell and, you know what I'm saying? She been through things, you know what I'm saying? So she's one, all she's going to do is try to guide me to be better. So, you know, I, I do watch who I try to, you know, uh, vent to and be vulnerable to. But, um, yeah, I feel like I always had that with women. But mm-hmm. with, with us as men, we do, in the community, we do need to be trying to find a way to be vulnerable to our women. And y'all got to understand it is hard for a brother out here. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the brothers and sisters that's out here being safe spaces for people, man. We love yeah, y'all, man. Yeah, for real. Like, they, yeah, yeah. Like, do you feel like you have a female friend that you can be vulnerable to? Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've had, i probably say about two, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of my, I had a way more female friends in high school and, like, mm-hmm. middle school. <clears throat> but as I got older, it just kind of, like, changed. Um, especially when I went off to college because I kind of, like, ghosted everybody when I went off to college. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I have two Close friends, two close female friends who like I could tell them like anything. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I've I've known them for like a grip. You know, one of them I known since middle school, and the other one I met when I was 19 when I was in college. So, yeah, I mean, just like definitely had those safe spaces, man. Um, I feel like uh being able to talk to my mom definitely is a safe space. I could tell my mom anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like you different from everybody community. Everybody just can't go to an open mom like mm-hmm. that. And, and really, Jeezy is suffering. From not be able to communicate with his mom, mm. that's why he still. That's what. That's what he's suffering from. Mm. That he couldn't. It's not even. Yeah, it's not deep. even. Bro, it's that's not even deep. the fact that he's. He's healing from. I couldn't. I couldn't have a safe conversation with my mom. Mm. That's what's fucking him up. And I could. Like, I could be wrong. You know what I'm saying? But he keeps bringing it back up. Yes. He keeps you know what I'm saying? Back up, even in the book. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's fucking him up. Like, bro, I couldn't. I can't talk to my mom. Like. I want to talk to my mom about the shit I'm going through. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell you why all this stuff hurt. Or mom, I didn't like when you did that. You know what I'm saying? You're like, remember, he, he talked about when his mom had dementia. Mm-hmm. And when he was trying to tell her something, he said, you know, she made some type of face. You know what I'm saying? Like, like she didn't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But he has to. I It's like, mom, I have to talk to you to get this pain off of me. Mm-hmm. And I just need you to really just listen so mm-hmm. I can get this pain. This pain that... That you kind of, you know, you kind of put on me. I'm, I just, I just want to talk about. It. I'm not mad about you. I'm not, I'm not mad at you. I just want to get it off. You know what I'm saying? Just have a, a, a conversation. That's it. Without being fussed at. Without being, you know, looked at in your type of way. Looking at me as a man. You know what I'm saying? And just, just, you know, be safe with me. You know, just have a conversation. I can be vulnerable with you. Mm. That's all. That's all. So no, I agree, man. I think it's important for uh, man, for us just to to take advantage of the time that we do have. You know what I'm saying? If it's a chance that we can't have those conversations, and man, there's so much pain, there's so much 
just bro, it's so much trauma, so much pain, so much loaded emotions yeah. in these parent to child relationships. Like, it's been so many times, and I think I might have told you this before. It's like it's times that you might be arguing with somebody. And it's like I'm not even arguing with you. I'm arguing with your mama. Mm. I'm arguing with your dad. Like. You are not the problem. It's it's this dance that you've been doing with your parents that you keep reenacting. Damn, that I'm uh, that that's that, that's the, the 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 problem between me and you. It's not even me and you. That's, like oh you know, I, I didn't hear people say different things about their parents, and it's just like, damn, I know that, but look, you're doing it to me now. Like all I've these different, that. you know oh what I'm saying? God. Like. It, 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 and that that that's something that I always say. Like, bro, I ain't never argue with. I, I, it's rarely that I argue with somebody. I'm be arguing with their parents, man. I'm arguing with something that your parents taught you, or something yeah. that you haven't healed with your parents, man. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah, that's. Oh my god, yes. Oh my. And god. and the one question that I always have for people, you know, when we come to these parent wounds, we can always describe what our parents didn't give us, but then we can't describe what we lack. It's easy to say what they didn't give us, but it's hard to say what we lack. Mm. It's like, dang, my dad didn't do this for me. He never said, but you don't know what that did to you. You don't know how that affected you. It's easy to know what they didn't give you, but now you don't know what you don't have. Yeah. And that, and that, I think that's one of the most things uh, that I... And that is a good question. That is a great question to ask people. All right, so your parents did this, so... How did that affect you? Yeah. Okay, they didn't give you these pair of shoes. Because they always say it doesn't yeah. affect, like, I got over it. It's like, yeah. it's always I got over it. It's yeah. always, I, you know, it doesn't affect me. And, then, and, it, and it still does. And it but does. It, but it be like, what did you get over? Mm. You know, that's a question I had to ask myself. What did I get over? Woo. You know what I'm saying? What did I get over? Um, first of all, where did I like that? Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, um, cause I do watch now, like, it's a video of Farrakhan talking about, you know, children, you know, 28, 29 years old, blaming their parents for their adult situations. I'm just like, yeah, you're right. I can't, you know, as a grown man, can't blame, like, oh, my mom didn't do this. She didn't have this and she didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? I can't blame that on her for my situations now. Nah. Yeah. You know, I'm a grown man. You know what I'm saying? I can't, no. You know, I can't do that. You know, you going that's a that's a crutch for sure. That's mm. a crutch that a lot of people use. And it takes faith in order to heal those wounds, especially uh -huh. when you're talking about a parent that's gone. You have to have a real connection with God for you to feel like you've got your energy off, that you've really made that forgiveness. Like when he talks about going to that gravesite and talking mm. to his mom, like you have to have a real connection with God to actually feel like that weight is lifted. Because otherwise, you're just going to be feeling like, dang, I never got the opportunity. So his title is called, I Might Forgive, But I Don't Forget. Mm. Woo. What what do you think with that slogan? I hear that slogan a lot. Yeah, when when, when I heard it, I was, it, it made me think about um it made me think about it honestly made me feel like he still hurt, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I always like, feel like that's a bitter response. Yeah, I do. I don't know, just me personally like I I do. I felt like it's like um Sometimes we, I've seen people go through their life and they move with love and they move like they ain't never experienced different things. And like even Mama Soul, like I love the way Mama Soul show up and the way she take up space, you know what I'm saying? And she's been through a lot, you know, with the cancer and different things in her life. And she still chooses to show up as just this bright light. And I felt like that's what I want to do with my pain and my mm -hmm. wounds. Like I want to show up and just like let that like like let it light up the room you know what yeah. i'm saying use that in order to understand and have empathy for others and not let it be like yeah I, I, i've definitely felt this pain and i forget but i'm not finna forget it's not about forgetting man it's just about discharging that energy man like i feel like that statement just shows that it's, it's it i feel like it, it it's some things it's like what's the phrase like um so What's understood don't need to be explained. explained. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? For you to have to say that <laughs> statement. Shit you know what I'm saying? For you to for you to have to say that statement, <laughs> that you know, the the statement, I forgive, but I don't forget, shows me that it's like maybe you it, it, it's not understood yet. Only reason why I say it is a better response because I heard someone say it before and the way they said it, it mm. was like, uh, you don't really forgive. Mm. You don't. Cause yeah. you you wouldn't put but the yeah. butt tells it. Already, oh, he yeah. doesn't forget. Yeah, mm. the butt. Yeah. And first of all, you say I might, or people say I have forgive, but I don't forget. Mm -hmm. Once you say but, you never forgave. 
Mm. Never. You never forget mm. once you said but. Oh, but. You know what I'm saying? That's like me saying, hey, I'm going to do this, but. Mm-hmm. What's the but for? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know, um, album was decent. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I did this to, we listened to actually uh, yesterday in the gym. It was decent. My favorite song on there since Pac died. Mm. That's my joint. But, you know, free champagnes. I like free champagnes on there too. Mm. But, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's in a um, he's in a healing space. You know, really a grown man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, he's just yeah. going through grown man pains. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's all. And it's just on a big platform. Um, he's just going through grown man pains. And I think overall to anything, man, you know, um, it's just a powerful conversation just to pull information yes. from. But bigger than anything, I just I I salute him and commend him yeah. for just even opening up to have a conversation. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm I'm, and, and I, I respect it. I feel like you know, I feel like now the conversation. I feel more relief because now we've been having these conversations. Mm-hmm. We've been having this for the community. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like now, nah, it to me is like okay. You know, people coming around. Yeah, people coming around, but we've been having these conversations. Facts. Like, bro, you go back and watch our episodes. Like I said, uncomfortable, uncomfortable Ooh. conversations. You know what I'm saying, that's, bro? That's everybody's favorite. Anytime Man. somebody come up to me, even when I was in Atlanta, that was the one that they, bro. We have, so we've been having these conversations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's why I kind of like got scared. You know, to mm. be vulnerable on here because the whole world can get to this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, and I think about it, it might not get back to my family, but mm. it's just knowing that I said it on the on the on the surface. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But that's what that's how I took it. Like, man, we've been having these conversations, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm just happy that it is, you know, on the um the big platforms. But I know my community it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna wake up some uh, a few. Mm. You know what I'm saying? This, but it's a good start. It's a great start. Mm. It's a beautiful start. You know what I'm saying? To to a, a new beginning. Because mm. it's time for change You know what I'm saying We got to bring back love mm. Like we really got to bring back Love You know We do mm. We do A part yeah. of me was like uh, Is Like Hesitant to play the last clip Because I was like Dang This is kind of like On a good note But I feel like The other clip is more like um, Yeah Critical But I feel like It is important to talk about Yeah Because yeah. like, I feel like It's, it's a conversation yeah. That needs to ask So yeah, we're going to play yeah, Play it yeah, We're we yeah. going to play The last clip no clip understand what it's like to have your own wounds mm-hmm. bitch, your work that she need to do right mm-hmm. and she didn't get a chance to do that and i understand that maybe she had a different way of loving me that i didn't understand mm-hmm. right and 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 because my mom the type of you if i go to the basketball court and get jumped she gonna take me around there to fight everybody one-on-one me too right i'm <laughs> taking my that? kids too she's like come on him first him second and him i third. got your back right. and the vaseline's right. in the car and, and i'm gonna it. take my earrings off there you and go. let's let's go yeah that's her but do you understand that that was her way of loving you no yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like no mm. i'm like no but she has to be strong right now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? She yeah. has to be strong, you know, because the yeah. situation she's going through. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm going to let you speak. Yeah, I think it's that single parent um, that single parent scenario. Yeah. And, you know, my mom didn't been through that, you know, and I've been through that with my mom, you know, her having to raise embrace. Yeah, raise th- four boys and, and to, you know, have to be the mom and the dad. You know what I'm saying? Even though my dad raised me till I was 10 and then raised my older brothers in older ages and my little brother on a, a younger age. He was eight when my dad passed. So, you know, but for her to have to raise us up to a certain extent and, you know, and have to be that masculine energy, it was shocking at times because it's like, I. it's funny because I was having this conversation with my mom and, and I guess my, and I just want to say uh, in general, my takeaway from it was I think she might have missed the fact that he was saying that this is something that traumatized them. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That I got into a fight with these boys outside and what I needed for my mom in that moment, at least what I took from it, is I needed her to have sympathy for me mm-hmm. or have some type of consoling energy. But instead what she did is she be, she remained that rock and said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take you back outside and you're going to fight again. Now that could have been something that might have been Easier to understand from your father because he's fire. Yeah, but I need my mom to be cool water right That's now. That's crazy. When I, yeah, my mom. If I feel any type of masculine energy, ah, that shit. Yeah, it, it, it don't tur- feel the it same. It don't feel the same. It'd be like, ah, I'm straight. 
Yeah, it's an imbalance. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like, and, and that's what I kind of was highlighting, even with the conversation with my mom. Like, I was literally talking to my mom probably two days ago, and I was talking to her about how, like, she was like, your dad, he was the head of the household. And I said, I, I felt that way, but I didn't feel that way at the same time. Because I knew if anybody could go against what he said, it was you. So if dad's like, nah, y'all can't do this. I'm like, mom, can we do this? And for the most part, she'd be like, nah, if he said you can't do it, you can't. But if she felt strongly about something, she'd be like, okay, I'll go talk to him. And it felt like a balance in my household. Oh, that still makes him the head. It does make him the head. Said, but I, it, I had to, ain't no, yeah. no, she did it. She said, basically what she said was, okay, y'all want to do something. Let me go talk to him. Mm -hmm. I still got to go to the head. Right. Now, the head, as a man, you know, let me listen to what, what my wife has to say. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if it makes sense, okay, baby. And then they come, she come back and tell y'all. Mm. So he was always the head. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we, we was talking about it and just discussing, like, the different roles that women play, you uh -huh. know, and, and what leadership really looks like. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes we think it's just a dictatorship and it's not really and that. Not, and not, you know what I'm saying? It's about. Just, oh, that's crazy you said that, bro. We were, I Before mm -hmm. I got here, it was a young lady. She's 25. We just talked about that. She was mm -hmm. like, she just, so she lives in a, in a, in a, um, a different culture. My bad to cut you up, but a different no, culture. She lives in a different culture, neighborhood. And um, it's uh, they got Lamborghinis. They got all the nice cars, pretty much, like Royce Royces or whatever. But there's five families in that one home. Mm. Most people, that, I don't want to say they're Arabs or Chaldeans, okay, Arabs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to get them mixed up. But, yeah, um, Middle Eastern, yeah. Yeah. But they all live in one house. And she was just saying how, you know, other culture women can just not like take, like, they can just take, you know, uh, order from their men. But us, you know, we got to, she like, us, we got to, you know, Talk back and do that. She like my man. Sometimes I be like, but then I had to calm down. Be like, let me listen to him. You know what I'm saying? He he might be right. You know, let me not, mm -hmm. you know, talk back and do all that. You know, all that type of stuff. And he's not trying to control me, or he's not trying to, you know, um, like you said, dictatorship. You know, mm -hmm. and that's that's one of the biggest things in our culture. Mm -hmm. We don't know the roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know the roles because I mean they took us out. They took family out of the, out of the black community, man. Mm -hmm. And I and and I think what what, what my point was it's kind of like um, for you to be a good leader you have to take good counsel you have to take yeah. you know consideration of how other people feel and I was telling her I didn't understand what certain things meant like what an aunt is or what a cousin is or what a grandparent is like I didn't understand what a granny meant like what that meant until my dad was gonna whoop us one day and my granny was like Mark don't you whip them children and. When my dad is about to whip us, nobody can stop him from whipping us. Nobody. And grandma, stop. But she like, Mark, don't you whip them children. And that was the first time I seen him stop about to whip us. And I was like, I don't know who she is, but she powerful. Yeah, that's the You know what I'm saying? The child. Because that's, that's his mama. mama. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I didn't understand the role yeah, into that moment. And it really let me understand, like, dad's the he's the head. But when, when grandma around, she got some power. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She might not be able to flex it every minute of the yeah. day. But when granny say something, it holds weight. Like yeah. when my mom say something, it holds weight. Yeah, yeah. And it, it helped me see them leadership roles. You know what I'm saying? So uh, getting back to the to the clip, it's like I, sometimes women got to exercise that masculine and that yeah. feminine. And sometimes it's just hard to see because I feel like as children, we just need that balance. And I feel like what, what she might not have Maybe understood was that fact that he kind of needed that balance. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And I'm, like I said, she's doing her thing. Yeah, you know yeah. What and I love the energy. She did a yeah, great she, job, yeah, man. She, she did. did an excellent job. She did, man. and she cried. And I'm yeah. like, come on, don't cry. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, she, yeah. she did a like. Neil Long has a a beautiful career, bro. Mm -hmm. nope. Like she Thanks. was in the '90s, the, the, one of the hottest, you know, black female actresses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Neil Long with man, cold, cold. Mm -hmm. Neil Long, cold. Still, till still to this day, she called. When I think about it, I think about Are We There Yet and Friday. Yeah, Are, are We and There Friday. That yeah. Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Love, Love Jones, Jones. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she, yeah. she has a beautiful career. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And she's been in the spotlight. The best man. Oh my God! Like she's been yeah, in the spotlight. Yeah. She's been in the spotlight so long, and for something like that to happen, it's just like it sucks. But mm. she still has a. She's a beautiful soul. You know what mm. I'm saying? She's a very you know beautiful soul, and. uh I'm happy that I got homegirls like that. Mm. I got a homegirl just like her, bro. Mm. 
Mm. So like it, it was good to see it. You know what I'm saying? It, I yeah. felt so home. I felt so warm. Like I got a home girl at work like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I mm. just and I think I thank God I did go to HBCU. You know what I'm saying? Now the more I think about it, because I did create those vulnerable spaces and. Uh, Man, HBCU, that's where you do build those vulnerable, you you build those conversations. We was having, that's why I be like, a lot of this stuff I'm seeing that they, or that we're preaching or that the space we in, I already did it. But not knowing it. But like, that's why it was hard. That's why it was always hard for me to come back home. Like, I never understood my my, my uh, professor, uh, Romeo, uh, Professor Reese, was telling me, man, don't go back. He always kept telling me, don't go back home. Don't go back home. I didn't understand that. But like, now I do. Because I when I was away from home, I'm around uh, free-minded thinkers. Ooh. I'm around uh, people that's vulnerable because you got to be vulnerable some days. You, some days you don't want to get, you got to cry. I want to do this. I got to do all this paperwork. I got to do that. I got to go to school. And, all mm-hmm. and then you got to talk them to bring them back up and then go back and uh, do it. You, I mean, go back, go back and, to war. Go yeah. back to war. Yeah, yeah. You're doing that on a constantly daily basis. Mm. You see people sleeping on the, I mean, I'm sleeping out of the car. Like you just see people. Doing whatever they got to do to get a degree, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Just getting the job done, and um, and uh, you know, and people just living freely, you know what I'm saying? Just you know, just just living freely. And then uh, when I came back home, it was more, um, like uh, you know, you gotta watch what you say. Can't come in the house at this time. It was just like, all right, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm used to you know having my vulnerable conversations, having my vulnerable space. Like I yeah. had my vulnerable space. Like I was, it, it be it be the fight back at home. It's when you leave and try to come back, and it'd be hard to you know to to bring it back. Mm-hmm. The things that you that you went to go grab. That's why when you start your new family, you kill you know you create the new uh, vulnerable space. You are the parent that's you know vulnerable with your child, and you are you let your child be vulnerable with you. You know what I'm saying? You just restart it. That's all you're really doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all. That's really what the thing is. So now is to teach the next generation how to be. Healthy parents mm. to our children, 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 children. That's the that's the mission mm. is to be you know to be that example, and we're doing it. To be honest, we're really doing a good job at it. Yeah, we are. I, I can really say like we're doing a great job at it. And, and it, it makes and it makes me think. You know, it, it's crazy. It's crazy your point because it's so deep about the power of spaces and what it does to your mind. Man. You know what I'm saying? You see a lot of these artists, these hood rap artists, they live in the hood all their life. Then they go out to California, and then they, they're acting different. They can't but, even rap the same. Yeah, they don't even rap the same. But And it's not even a good or bad thing. It's just... It, it that is. environment changes. It do. You know what I'm saying? They not on go all the time. And I felt like that's how I was when I went to North Carolina. Like, it just changed me. Like, mm. in a yeah, good yeah. way. You yeah. know? It, it, it made me just be, like, more free of a thinker. And it just made me feel like... It's certain spaces on this earth that you can be in and you just feel like you're the only person there. Even if you're surrounded by a sea of people, it's yeah. just like when you at you when you're somewhere where nobody knows you, you feel you start to look at your old you and like, do I have to be him right you now? Don't. I don't, don't have to be him you right now. You start over. And you really question who you can be. Who who you you can be who you always wanted to be. You have the potential to be. But oftentimes what holds us back to from being who we want to be. It's the people who know who what we've been or who we've been. Mm. It's the people who know who we've been that hold sometimes hold us back from becoming who we want to be because we feel like, man, if I be embrace this new version, they're gonna be calling me faker. I did this, yeah, or I did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but man. at the end of the day, it's those spaces that you go to, and it's just like, yo, I can I can create from this space. Yeah, no, that's how I feel now. Like yeah. my, my old job to my new job, the way because mm. it ended so to me so sloppy. Mm. Like my new job is just to create a new better me. Mm. I'm not who I was at my old job, my new job. I'm, a, I'm trying to be better, and I'm 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 still sh- uh, striving to be better and better, and better, a better version. Like, mm. man, uh, man, you might see me coming in with a full blown suit, yeah, consistently. You know, just because I'm working on it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't. Uh, damn, I can't say. Uh, I'm leveling up. Uh, I just had a conversation on Tuesday. With one of my uh, homeboy, one of my mentors. He said, uh, your brain doesn't know what it's doing. So say if you're telling your brain, uh, I'm I'm you know, I'm 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 uh I'm leveling up or I'm up next, you know. Your brain don't know if you did the work or not. Mm-hmm. So he was like, You gotta start taking actions. You know what I'm saying? So my you know, just taking actions of leveling up. So take take the take the steps of actions that equals to level up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So instead of saying I'm about to level up. 
Because your brain, or I am leveled up. Your brain think you are, but if you didn't take the actions, you know, mm-hmm. it it doesn't know if you did it or not. So yeah. like, that's that was a key thing I learned this week. Yeah, we got to step into our power, man. Man, yeah. Uh, we got to step into our power. And uh, something that I've been thinking about, too, before we wrap up, uh, this conversation I was having with my friend not too long ago about turning 25. You know what I'm saying? Man. Both turning 25. And um, that's about, a magical deal. I'm telling yeah. you. I'm turning 25 in January, so it made me think about just like, um, like a lot of us feel like we got to get serious now. The time for dreaming is over. You know what I'm saying? That that you know, like those those dreams, those goals, those aspirations, that side hustle that or side business that I was moving, like it's not it's not working. Now's the time to create a family. Now's the time to buckle down. Now the time is to go deep into this corporate world and just like yeah. create safety, stability. And I yeah. get that. Yeah, but. I was not put on this planet for safety. It's the yeah. bit me personally. I'm right. only speaking. For, I swear to God, I'm not yeah, trying yeah. to commend it. But for those out there who have the same feeling, who have the same knowing and understanding, yeah. listen, do not let your age define your dreams. If you know you was put on this planet for bigger things and greater pastures and greater spaces, do not let your age make you feel like, hey, man, I got to do this. Or I got to do that in terms of working, in terms of passion, in terms of purpose, because God put you on a purpose for bigger than punching, pushing papers. So you got to understand that, man. And I want you all to know that hey, you got brothers and sisters out here that still pushing that, that's still going through the ups and downs mm-hmm. of this creative journey. You know what I'm saying? Us doing this podcast, we three years in this ain't quit yet. You know what I'm saying? We can say, hey, man, this is too much of a time investment. This is too much stress. This is too much this. We ain't going to do that. We're we going to give up on that and just go all the way. But we have things in our soul that we have to get out because it's a part of our purpose. And we're not letting age or time define us. We are timeless. This this show is timeless. Our work is timeless. And we putting it out in the world because it's going to impact somebody one day. So just understand, man, that your purpose is not defined by the time that you live in or the age that you're at, man. And I want you to know that you're going to win. I've been listening to David Goggins a lot lately, man. You're going to win. He be he, Man, I'm telling you, when I be in the gym, I be feeling like David Goggins man, in that mug, bro. Remember I told you I came on this... Remember yeah. when I was acting all yeah. hard and shit, yeah. bro? Listen, bro. bro, he got me on a different level, I, man. I tell you, hey, hey, I be tell you, I, you was, I know you was probably looking at me like this nigga crazy. <laughs> Look, all right, now <laughs> I, I read the book. Yeah, I was, I couldn't, I couldn't bitch about shit no more. But yeah. I read his yeah. book. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Devin, man, man, I would Shout love to David. We gotta get him on. I man. love, man, that man. This, I love, my favorite thing is how he say. People are just scared to show who the fuck they are. Mm. You know what I'm like saying? That. Yeah, I you like know that. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's all. People just scared to show who the fuck they are. And I'm going to say it just like, you know, yeah. I don't think he said it just like that, but I know my boy cussed, and yeah. I'm going to say it just like that. But people are just so scared to show who the fuck they are. I just love how vulnerable he is, Yeah, man. he vulnerable as hell. Like, he he he's he not afraid to be like, man, I was weak. I was this. I used and to what's get so bullied. Crazy, like, we really do have a vulnerable space. Mm-hmm. Strong men is being vulnerable, and that's what I love. Like men, like guy, men like man, Jesus. He, but it's like, bro, he has a whole book, and he's loved by millions of people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think the the question is, can you cross over mm. as a black man? Mm. That's the question. What do you mean? <sighs> So I know we always talk about you know black men being vulnerable, being vulnerable. Can you like cross over? Can you get the other side besides your neighborhood? Can you get the other side to see mm, your vulnerability? Can, yeah, you, can, yeah. can you have them see your struggle? Yeah, that's deep. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, bro, that's deep. That's deep. Davis is a is a black man. Yeah, he's loved by everybody. He's all loved races, by everybody. all yeah, cultures. But he's, all, but he's a yeah. black man. Yeah, he like, is. you read his book? Yeah. No, no, I, I haven't read it, but yeah, I've heard read, him discuss it though. Yeah, like I his, know about his book. Stay in his hard. book, yeah, stay hard. Yeah, yeah. In his in his book, um, I don't know. I think he got two different books then. Yeah, he do. Uh, okay, the one I the one I read, uh, it talks about you know his his father, his father was one of them niggas back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like his father was like a drug dealer, pimp, whatever. Uh, he worked with Rick James and all that. He was like from Buffalo, so like he's from the, like the ghetto, you know what I'm saying? But then he uh uh his mom. Um, moved around. She had a guy, and I remember the guy. His his ex, his, his stepfather got killed, if I'm not mistaken, in the book. But long story short is, he crossed over. Pretty much what I'm saying. Like he's a black man that crossed over. He's on Joe Rogan, and I ain't saying you know these people's races or anything. I'm just saying like to be vulnerable and have 
that many people love you, it's hard as hell to do as a black man. Yeah. And I don't know what the hell they love about him, but I know what they like. They like mm-hmm. that tough shit. You know what I'm saying? They like you being down, you know what I'm saying, and getting over it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, but that's how, you know, I don't want to say that's how they are as people. But, like, they just like that shit. They yeah. just like it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's the question now. Can can you be? Can you cross over? Yeah. Can your story yeah, transcend your race? race. Yeah. 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 Like Pop, mm-hmm. uh, Will Smith. Like, you know, just, now that's, that's some levels. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think, like, you know, that's what drives me. You know, I, I after I read that book, that's really that drives me. Like, I could be a black man. My story can transcend. Transcend. That's, a, that's mm-hmm. what you said. Yeah, Transcends yeah, yeah. to other races. Because mm-hmm. I do want to connect with more races. You know what I'm saying? I do want to diverse and talk to more races and tell them about my struggle. Also hear about your struggle. Tell them, hey, we can get through this thing called life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And um, you just got to be strong about it. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to give a fuck. But, but you. You know what I'm saying? We can get through this thing. And, uh. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave off that note. Yeah, that yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Man, we we gonna make it to the end, man. I appreciate you doing this episode with man, me, man. I appreciate you, man. If y'all I haven't am. checked out the conversation with Jeezy and, and Sister Nia yeah. Long, man. Check, Check that out, out, man. Powerful conversation, out. man. This has been another late night session. Powerful session, man. Uh, freedom is ugly, man. Freedom is ugly, man. Yeah. Freedom is ugly. Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe, man, and share this with the people in your life that you know need to hear this, man. Yeah, but. More yeah, man. Yeah, all. that that's that's a fee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That the fee is to share it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? To share it with people you know that's gonna like it. People you know that's going through it. Cause like yeah. I said, I know somebody that's 18 right now is a freshman in college. He's a first generation. She's a first generation, and they you know probably feel like they the black sheep or they just going through things. They're trying different things that mm-hmm. wasn't in their norm. You know, so we all we all learning this thing called life, and we all a community. So you know, make sure you share. Mm-hmm. And subscribe. Greatest show in late night television. This is Breaking the Machine. Spank the Bank of Mod the Poet. You know that's it. That's another episode of Breaking the Machine. And that's a wrap. You yes. dig? You dig. You dig.